have a lot of books and uh, we are really excited about being able to give every dad a free book today. Um, it's not because we want to fix you, it's because we want to bless you. Amen. And uh, it's amazing how on Mother's Day we encourage our mothers, on Father's Day we beat our fathers up, right? And, and, uh, but uh, the truth is we have some incredibly wonderful fathers in the house here today. Somebody say amen. And uh, I'm, I'm wondering if you're a dad, if you would just stand, if you're a father, would you please stand today? And let's just give our dads a big, big round of applause. Thank God for our dad. Wow. We got a man's church here, Scott. Huh? Scott goes to a lot of churches and he finds all women there. But not in Bethlehem. We got a lot of men in our church. You could be seated. Now, I like to, uh, we're going to give every dad a free book. And uh, it's an awesome, awesome book. And we want to thank uh, uh, Discipleship Network, Men's Discipleship Network, for providing these for us and helping us to get them at a really, really incredibly deal. And so we thank the Lord for that. But, but today, I want to honor one individual dad. And um, so we have a gift card in here for dinner. Now, I know dads like to eat. How many dads like to eat? All dads like to eat. It's just that's a man's thing, you know? So we want a dad to go out and enjoy themselves with their family, and we want to be able to give them a gift card to a, a great restaurant to be able to do that. And um, so here's what we're going to do in this service, okay? We want to find the dad who has left a lasting legacy for as many generations as they can, all right? And so if you are a dad, again, stand up. If you're a dad, again, stand up, all right? Now, if you're a dad... And you're also a grandfather, remain standing. Remain standing if you're a grandfather, all right? All right. Now, here's where it gets really interesting, all right? We'll see how old you can get, all right, in a few moments. If you're a grandfather and you're a great-grandfather, if you're not a great-grandfather, sit down. If you're a great-grandfather, stand up, all right? Wow, we've got some great-grandfathers here. All right. Now, let's, let's see if we can push this one more here. We are pushing the envelope this morning, all right? All right, no pun intended, all right? If you're a great, great granddad, keep on standing. If you're a great, great granddad, that's nobody. <laughs> all right, so if you're a great granddad, stand up again. If you're a great granddad, stand up again. And if, you if you're a great granddad and you have, uh, you have more than three children, great-grandchildren, ch great keep standing. If you have more than three great-grandchildren, keep standing, all right? We lost a few down there, all right? If you have more than three, if you have more than three, keep standing. If you have four great-grandchildren, keep standing. If you have more than five great-grandchildren, keep on standing. There he is. Uh-oh, what happened here? You got five? And how many do you have, Solon? You have four. It's Arno is the man for the day. All right. Come on, Arno. I want you to give you this. I want to give you this, Arno. Come on. Let's give our great-grandfather of five. All right, man. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Happy Father's Day to you three times over. You know, I, I uh, heard Arno's story, and I heard uh, his testimony, and he has quite a testimony of how he came to know Jesus as his Savior. And, you know, it's one thing to love the Lord yourself. It's another thing to pass on the love of God to your children and to your great-grandchildren. Amen? 
That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that the blessings of the Lord are visited upon their children to the thousandth generation. You know, sin is visited to the third generation, but the blessings of God go on and go on and on and on and on. And so we thank the Lord for that. And uh, you enjoy that, Arno, and if you need anybody to come out to dinner with you, I'm available. Uh, we have a very, very uh, wonderful friend and guest speaker today on Father's Day. I, I have to tell you honestly, uh, contemplating preaching on Father's Day is a great thing, but having uh, Scott Caesar here preaching on Father's Day is even better in my mind. And uh, he is a longtime friend of, of myself and of this church. I met Scott Caesar many years ago, and um, I always say that uh, when somebody introduces themselves to me and they in particular are a part of a ministry and in particular a part of a ministry that that sells things and whatever, uh, I always think to myself, you know what, um, what's, what's their angle? You know, what, why do they want to meet me? What did they need from me? And for the last 15 years, Scott Caesar has not uh, come to me with what he needed, but what he wanted to do for the body of Christ, to bless the body of Christ. Um, I don't know of another person in this metro region who is making an impact on men like Scott Caesar and what God has done through the God for Me ministry now that has become Men's Discipleship Network. And uh, we have uh, seen God do some incredible things in incredible venues like God for Me boot camps. And then in, in particular now, the weapons uh, curriculum and the weapons, uh, the whole strategy of teaching men how to be men of God, great men of God. And um, and I want to put a plug in for Mike Modica, who is our men's director here, and he is starting the men's weapons curriculum soon. And you, need, you really need to get involved in that because I really believe it'll be life-changing for you. It's an indoctrination of the Word of God and how it applies to you as a man. And I would encourage you to uh, follow through on that and get involved in that. But, but today we're going to hear from Scott Caesar, and he's going to bless us in the Word. And if you have been blessed by Scott Caesar in one way or the other, I just want you to give him a, a rousing round of applause and say thank you for the blessing that you have... Uh, had upon my life. Scott, would you come and minister in the Word? Let's give him a big hand. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Turn the person next to you and say, Happy Father's Day. It's true for you and it's true for me, is it not? Pastor Steve mentioned uh, a weapons curriculum and uh, you've been speaking about strength here so much over the past few weeks. And I was prepared to bring a message and then I heard Pastor Steve's last few messages on strong. So I figured I'd bring a message of love today because uh, the message of strong is what we do, what we get to do, the Holy Spirit has given us a mission to teach men how to strengthen themselves in the Lord. Think about it. If you, if you went to the Lord and you say, Lord, just give me one thing that I can do. Just one. Teach me how to strengthen myself in the Lord when pressure hits. And where we get that from? You see, David was an incredible guy. 
he kind of intimidated me at times, but when he messed up, I really loved it. I, don't, I, I, want, to admit that, I want to admit that to you. But you see, David was a man after God's own heart. True? But you see, David had his worst day of his life. And the weapons curriculum came from David running away from Saul for so many years and watching this after he promised to be king. You ever get a promise in your heart from God and you still, you know, give me a break, God, come on. You know, I'm waiting, and it just doesn't come. Well, David did this, and he hid out in caves for years with 600 discontented, destitute men. And he had 600 Jewish women with him. Now, I'm half Jewish, and I have Jewish family, and you don't put a Jewish woman in a cave. It's not what they like. Yeah, I get away with that. Pastor Steve didn't say that. I did. See, the weapons curriculum comes from the part where David went out to a war, came back with his guys, and all the women and children were gone in attacks, called Ziklag, where they lived. And they came back, and I'm paraphrasing the story, and every man thought his wife and his children were dead. And they followed David around with the promise that one would get Queens, one would get Brooklyn, one would get a, a different section over there. And they came back and it said they wanted to stone David and kill him. Now this is worse than the Bathsheba deal. But I love what scripture said there. It didn't say David went to pray when everyone was against him. Okay, this is beyond losing a job. This is beyond your kids not doing what they're supposed to do. This is the worst day of your life. Because you're even questioning God. And says there in 1 Samuel 36, David strengthened himself in the Lord. You see, you have a pastor who really cares about you. Because he wants to teach you how to strengthen yourself in the Lord. Because that is the number one quality of every Christian. Because when pressure hits, what do we default back to? Grab the hand, let's pray to Holy Spirit. Father God, we ask you, knowing that we cannot understand any word that any man speaks, Father, but only that which your Holy Spirit illuminates to our man's spirit and speaks to our soul. Lord, we thank you for this as we ask you to open up our eyes in Jesus' name. We talk about strong in a father's love. Is there anyone here who consider themselves fatherless? Don't raise your hand. You've been told that Jesus is the father of the fatherless. That God is there waiting for your Holy Spirit. But you have a church here that's very rare. You have a church that says you're all fathered. You see, Pastor Steve not only has three precious daughters and a Miss Lisa... He includes you as your father. How many would consider Pastor Steve as a spiritual father in your life? Yeah. Well, he is. Pastor Henry, they don't come more mature than that. He's actually wearing a red tie and a white shirt today. Made me nervous when they said I didn't have to wear a tie. You see, I grew up with a good dad. Some of you grew up with no dad. Some of you grew up with a great dad. Let me tell you what happened to me. 
I wanted to be a strong man just like you. But when pressure hit in my Christian walk, I had more questions than answers. Every time pressure hit, I faded back. Every time I wasn't in control, fear gripped me. I wasn't a purpose-driven man. I wasn't a man who strengthened myself. I got worse after my conversion. If there's new people here, I'm sorry. I got messed up. So when I came to Christ, I thought everything was going to be okay. You know what I found out? That I still struggle with the same habits, if I allow it, than I had before Christ. How about you? Turn to the person next to you and say, this is the part that's good for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Turn. Yeah. I still struggle with the same deals, but I'm, I'm able to overcome that. It's different. But my first few years after my conversion, I dealt with fear. I dealt with panic attacks. I dealt with anxiety. As a Christian, man came into my life and said, Scott, it ain't ought to be that way. It's kind of how he said he's from the South. And I said, well, help me. And the man discipled me. And I found one man in my life that said, we're going to meet together once a week. You see, coming to church on Sunday is precious. It's part of what you do. But it's not enough. How many know that? You've learned that. Yeah. yeah come, I knew just enough about Jesus Christ to be frustrated. How many can relate? Yeah. Whenever things, well, I said how many can relate? Yeah, I'm not a pastor. I'm a coach. You've got to listen. All right. Now, it is vital that we understand this, and I want to really share my heart with you because uh, in the weapons curriculum, we have a, a whole category on strong, and it was really easy when Pastor asked me to call, uh, come in. But I'm not going to talk to you about what I originally wrote down last night. The Holy Spirit had me bring it on. Very sure that it is the Holy Spirit. If not, don't worry about it. You're the guinea pig uh, service, and the next two services, I'll fix it. You didn't like that joke? All right, all right. But the point I'm bringing out is, is I was a zero of a man. I felt like a loser. I felt, as a Christian, I felt like every other guy worshiped God better than me. I felt like every other person knew Christ better than me. And I felt like no matter how much I read the Word or memorized the Word, nothing was work. You ever feel that way? Yeah. And I felt like I, I was disappointing God, and I felt like I was disappointing myself. So I was one of those seven out of eight men that feel inadequate to share their faith. And then my life changed. As I try to get rid of all these habits, my life changed. And uh, God spoke to me through other men. And that's kind of where Men's Discipleship Network came from. And I found out that I'm a mess without other people in my life. See, Steve Malazzo, Pastor Steve Malazzo, changed my life. He changed my life because he came alongside of me and he was one of the first people many years ago to believe in me. See, permission needs to be granted from every man. You know, Brother Mike, uh, Pastor Steve said he's the men's director. And when you take a position for God, you're not taking it over people, you're taking it for God. There's a... There's a void there. You need permission. You need strength. But here's what happened to me. I was a real good poser. I was a real good faker. I was a real good Christian. And let me tell you what I had. I had a great dad, but I had an orphan spirit. If you're taking notes, write down orphan spirit. 
Let me give you an example of what, where I was. An orphan spirit, when you think of the image of God, this is how an orphan spirit looks at God. He sees God as a master to earn his love. I didn't see him as a, a father who cares and loves me. An orphan spirit, for dependency, he becomes self-reliant and a control freak. I know it's none of you in here. An orphan spirit has a need for approval, and he strives for praise and approval, and it's man's biggest issue for a man who sells his words for the price of approval prostitutes his integrity. And many of us do that just for approval. When God calls us to great words, God has called you and I men to keep our words. The greatest issue today uh, regarding divorce is not money. It's for a man who doesn't keep his word to his family. For as a man gives money and dollar bills to a spouse, he gives her value. As a man gives his word to his wife, his children, his surroundings, for as a man treats and speaks to his wife is how he would run the world if it was his to run. And as this man gives this, Two, his wife and kids, they take that word as value. And when a man does not fulfill the very word in which he gives to his wife and his children, he creates a void. He immediately devalues his word. His word now is not taken. And a woman starts losing respect for a man. When respect is lost, love wanes for a man and divorce happens. The greatest issue today for divorce is not money. It's a man who will not keep his word because a man is to lead a man is to create a revolution in the home a man is to bring the word of God and memorize the word of God and answer his children's his grandchildren's his great-grandchildren's questions I don't know the answer but I know the one who does son I don't know the answer but I know the one who does daughter because any guy that has more than 50 percent of the answers is faking it anyway I just told your kids something but this is what God has called a man to in Deuteronomy. You're the priest of the home man of God. You're the one who stirs things up. Now, I know in our city, 60% of the teenagers live without their biological fathers. That's why I got a job. That's what we do. We try to get to those young men. And God has also given us an area of dealing with the orphan's heart in Christianity. And man of God, you're sitting here and you may have had a great dad, but you may have been like me. Great dad compared to who? Your father was not able to fill the hole that only Father God can fill. I want to say that again. Your father was not able to fill the hole that only Father God can fill. So man of God, lady of God, if you're sitting here with a void in your heart today and it's not happy Father's Day, it's more of a sad Father's Day, rejoice. Because that orphan spirit can be confessed and rebuked and you could leave. Because Pastor Steve has been talking about strong, right? He's been talking about strong. But it's impossible to be strong in the Lord if you're stuck with an orphan spirit. Because if you don't know the Father's love, it's just fruitless self-effort. What you do is you get like I did. 
you check in with God when you exhaust the arm of your flesh. And you check in and that's your relationship with God. And you only go to Him. We're talking about a vibrant relationship where you can learn how to strengthen yourself in the Lord. Listen to this. Of uh, an orphan's heart. A view of authority says he sees authority as a source of someone else controlling him. Know anyone like that? You got teenagers? Okay. Unless they're the Modica teenagers, of course. But the point I'm bringing out is when you have an orphan heart, nothing could be done. Here's what a guy looks like who has a heart of sonship. And that's the key word. Do you know the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of sonship? Now, ladies, this is for you too. If we could be called the bride of Christ, okay, you could be called sons. Okay? Say, okay? All right, yeah, because we get called the bride of Christ. It hurts. But you ladies are called sons of God's too. I know your daughters are God, but the Bible says sons. So here's what it is. You see God when the, when the spirit of the living God comes on you. You see God as a loving father who cares. You acknowledge your need for God. You affirm your gifts from God, and they're just that gifts. Or maybe the arrogance of man today is really judging others and using the gifts, very gifts that God has given us to judge another. It's not true. It's not true. The heart. Listen to this in Scripture. John 1, 12. Listen, listen to this. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority. Now I'm using the Amplified here, so it may not be uh, the same over there. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority. Say authority. Power. Privilege. Right to become children of God. Do you feel like that today? Or are you beaten up from school, from work? from a child who's not here with you today that you prayed would come. You're free. You see, Pastor Steve has brought you this series strong. What's the goal? So you could be strong? No. What's the goal? So you could be godly? No. What's the goal? So you could be closer to Jesus? I'm talking about the ultimate goal. No. The goal is so you be free. See, God is glorified by free men and women. Free. Free. You're not weighed down. Romans 8.15. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves. Listen to this. So that you fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. Do you understand that? That you were brought in. And you, I'm not giving you the regular Father's Day message here. You have a battle within your soul. It is your soul. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotion. And if you figured out that you still have some habits you struggle with after Christ as you did before Christ, that's because you've refused to train your soul. The weapons curriculum that uh, I got to write is really a byproduct of my futility as a walk as a Christian man. I smell good, I look good, I even preach sometimes, but I wasn't living. I wasn't free. How about you? Let me ask you a question. Do you want to get free? Do you want to get free? Come on, you got to be better than that. I, I pray for men. I'll do a couple of one, two, threes here. But do you really want to be free? How bad do you want it? 
Are you willing to get into the Word? Yeah. Are you willing to get a brother and a sister and, and, and talk about your weaknesses? Well, I never give you something without telling you what to do. How do I do this? How do I become a person that can strengthen myself in the Lord? Is it possible? How many would like to know how? Tell me what to do. You see, the good part is the good the good part is with men, what we do is we come to an area where if you teach a man, you don't tell him why, he doesn't listen. If you don't tell him what to do, he doesn't listen. Ladies, say amen. amen. Ladies, sometimes he doesn't listen even when you tell him why. And if you tell him why more than once, he really doesn't listen. I'm married, I know. I want to give you the ABCs of three fathers. And I want to help you pray the Holy Spirit that your orphan heart leaves you. That you become and understand the love of the Father. Because men and women, you could do nothing without the love of the Father. You could have the greatest father in the world and still be stuck in Christ. You could have no power. You could still feel guilt. There's three fathers I want to talk to you, but I want to give you the ABCs of strength. And the first father deals with a heavenly father, second deals with a spiritual father, and the third deals with an earthly father. First, we have Jesus talking to a group. He always had Pharisees around and disciples and other people hanging. In the 11th chapter of Luke, Jesus tells you and I one of the greatest gifts he has for you. He says to this using fathers, and he brings up the Father in heaven. He says, if you, knowing how to be good, we'll say parents, but he says fathers, if you, knowing how to be great fathers, good fathers, know how to give good things to your children, how much greater will our Father in heaven give you? What's your name, sir? Yeah. Kevin. How much greater will God give you, Kevin, the Holy Spirit, if you ask. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. To be filled with the Spirit? No, no, I got to go inside, I got to talk in tongues, I got to go down on the knees, I got to fast for four days. Ask. If you're taking notes, write the word ask. That's the end. Ask God for His presence. See, the, you have a heavenly Father here who reveals to you a characteristic of his fatherhood. And he says, I will give you my spirit. So that means when anything goes wrong in a day, you do the ABCs. You ask God for his presence. You know what he also gives ridiculously and gives way too much, gives over abundantly? Wisdom. And wisdom is simply, wisdom is the application of knowledge. So when you know to do something, he gives you how to do it. You got this? Are you, are you with me? I know it's early in the morning, but yet yeah, this is A. Okay, ask God for his presence. Well, what else do I got to do? Kevin, what did I just tell him to do? Okay, what else did I have to do, Kevin? Okay, hey, don't you cheat. You've been at a boot camp. All right, don't you start. It's always one in the crowd. Okay, has Coach Mike been teaching you? Yeah, you probably, that's where you got that from. Okay, or the Bible. Okay, second B. Believe boldly. You forgot boldly. Believe boldly. You got to act like it. 
Well, wait a minute. After I ask, I believe. Yeah, it says you have the mind of Christ. For crying out loud, man, act like it. Walk, do, go. We have decisions that blow my mind every day that we have to make. I, we go and we pray. I go, okay, we have the mind of Christ. Let's act like it. Put one foot in front of the other and walk. This is Christianity 101. This is how you be strong. Ask God. Do you know that strength does not come from you? All, write this down. All strength comes from God. Scripture's all over the place about this. Strengthening yourself in the... Come on now. Strengthening yourself in the... No, you don't get strong. Oh, I wish I could be strong. Well, ask for it. Turn to the person next to you. I know this is a ladies' crowd. But turn to the person next to you and go, duh. Gah, gah. Ladies, it's Father's Day. Don't do that to your husband. Okay. Okay. My wife shined my shoes this morning. My son shined my car. And they sent me off with a car with no gas. That's just so, that's just so, that's just so, 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 so down. I can't believe it. I felt so good till I got in the car. I'm now I'm talking about choke no gas, you know, like I hope I get that. What's another spiritual example? There was a centurion. How many remember this? The name of the centurions were the baddest dudes. They were amazing men of strength. They sat over men. Centurion comes. He goes to Jesus and he says, Listen, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. I recognize you as a man of authority. This was a man of order. This was a great guy. Yeah, this was a, this was a, a saint waiting to happen. He built synagogues. This centurion goes to Jesus. My servant is ill. And Jesus says, well, show me where he is. And he says, no, 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 no. He goes, I, he recognized Jesus as a spiritual father. Remember, we had heavenly father. Now we're at spiritual father. He recognized Jesus as a spiritual father. And he himself was a spiritual father to this. Man of God, if you're sitting in here today and your children are not around, I beseech you, go and become a spiritual father to someone. Go and become a spiritual father to someone. This centurion went and got Jesus just to say the word and heal. What magnificent belief, magnificent valor. He believes. So we have A, we have ask. B, we gave you another example of a spiritual father. Believe. And C, my favorite part. Confess constantly, I can't, you can, Lord. You see, because once you, start, get, once you start seeing this work, you get a little uppity and thinking you're real bad and you're real cool. And you forget God again. Anyone notice that? You start forgetting God when things go right? Yeah, and when things get a little tough, you start to go back to the ABCs. Ask, believe, and confess. Confess, I can't. And of course, if you got any Fruit Loop stuff going on in your life, these are women, sorry. You got any faults going on in your life? Speak it out. Confess it to the Lord. Then confess it to a sister or a brother. This earthly father came to Jesus and said, please, 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 he heal my son. He was possessed by a demon. And he did all crazy things. The kid was watching MTV too much. He played too much video games. He had too many iPhones. The kid was freaking out. 
And he says, please heal my son. And a demon was throwing a beating on him. And Jesus says, if you believe. And the guy goes like this. The father, the earthly father goes, I believe. And he goes, no, I don't. He goes, it's just too important. I can't lie. Help me in my unbelief. See, that's confessing. That's confessing. Because God is glorified in your weaknesses. He's glorified. You're trying to be strong under self-will. It doesn't work that way. Only the Holy Spirit can do this. Beloved, don't be a stressed out Christian. Understand if you ask and you believe and act like it and you confess with your mouth that we can't and he can't and when I'm weak you are strong and I'm a son of yours. Understand. It doesn't take much of a person to be a Christian. It just takes all you got. The goal is freedom, but we need to be mature men and women. And maturity's mark is your progressive ability to overcome struggle. It's an empowered ability. And as you grow, you'll see things will start getting better, and you'll kind of get like us. You'll kind of get like us, and you'll start going. This is what we do with the guys. We say, rock a -zock. Okay, now I know that's not popular right now because it's Hebrew. I just spit at you and spoke some Hebrew. And Rakazak is when Joshua is told, be what? Be strong and? Strength comes from God. And I want to wrap up this. Strength comes from God. Courage comes from you. For as wisdom is the application of knowledge, so courage is is the application of strength. As wisdom is the application for knowledge, so courage is the application of strength. You are to call, be called out to be courageous. And how do you do that? By asking for the filling. Okay, give me your presence. Give me your wisdom, Lord. I'm a son and a daughter. I have that right. It doesn't matter what my daddy said. It doesn't matter what my mother called me. It doesn't matter if I was lazy. See, lazy is not someone who doesn't do anything. Lazy is someone who does what they want when they want. That was me. I was a hard worker. We don't want you to be lazy in Christ. You ask. You believe. You confess. That's where your courage comes from. You cannot do this except that which under the power of the Holy Spirit. Turn to the person next to you. He says, I'm starting to get this now. Go ahead, do that. Go ahead, tell him I'm starting to get this because the guy up there is making sense now. For the Christian life is a constant negotiation between the flesh and the spirit. That which you feed more, that which you feed more will determine the quality of that life. We are here today to rebuke the orphan's heart and let you know that no matter what your daddy told you, that wasn't good. Matter of fact, what your daddy told you if it didn't have to do with Christ, it had nothing to do with your fathership right now because Christ is the ultimate father. Your father in heaven is your father. He can give you everything you've ever needed. And teenager, if you're sitting here today and you have lack because your daddy is not around, I give you my word, and the Bible's even better than me, that you can be filled with everything your daddy didn't ever give you by your father in heaven. The man who's your father cannot, listen to what I'm saying, the man who's your father cannot give you 
and fill the hole in you that was only designed to be filled by God the Father. Understand that. When you understand that, the pain starts getting diluted. That dad's not around. The pain of being told that you were lazy and fat and no good and stupid. I have a man who I ministered to. He's 61 years old today. He's still in pain because his dad told him he was stupid. But God comes in and he calls you names. You know God's a name caller? He, he brands you in identity, God. He not, only, he not only tells you, ask me, then believe, and then move and confess. Move it. And that's how you'll be strong. He not only says that, he calls you names. And he calls you son. And he calls you daughter. I want to show you a video now in closing of how he feels about you. I couldn't say it finer because the word of God Father, please bless our folks. And after this video, I'd like you to come to your feet. And I'd like you men that are ready to receive the Father's love on a level that maybe you've never done before, just to stand in your seats. Have the video, please. to experience are true. They will change your life if you let them. For they come from the very heart of God. He loves you. And He is the Father you have been looking for all your life. This is His love letter to you. are written in my book. I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, 
for I am the perfect Father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope, because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine, for I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes, and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my Son Jesus. For in Jesus, my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. Nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I am waiting for you. Love, your dad, almighty God. Men, come to your feet, please. Wired into you and I is a need for a father's love. And I'm sorry you may have not received that. The love that God has ordained for you as a man that you may receive the strength of God by the Word of God, that you may be like the Son of God. Man of God, have you forgotten what it's like to have a Father's arms wrapped around you? Strong, leading. Most of us have. And some of you have surpassed your Father in maturity. And you don't have anyone in your life like that. But we like to pray for you that the Holy Spirit 
the true father that is able to give you a big, muscular, hairy arm tug is able to do that. Because we all hurt. We all lack in some area, don't we? Today is Father's Day. That Father. I want to ask you men to come up and receive a Father's hug. Now we're not going to hug you up. But we want you to receive a spiritual Father's hug. And before you go today, we want to pray with you individually. Can I ask you to come up in the love of the Father, men? Don't be embarrassed. We're all there. We all fall short that we need a Father's love and a Father's hug. Can I ask the pastors and elders? We want to bless you. We also want to give you a gift today, but more important, we want you to get the gift that you may be a strong man of God knowing how to strengthen yourself in the Lord. And we want to give you this permission in the Father's love. Put a hand on the man's shoulder next to you. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that we come to you in the spirit of sonship. You call yourself the spirit of sonship. Come down upon these men here who've missed the daddy's love, the daddy's favor, the daddy's blessing, Lord God. Lord, give them the greatest gift for Father's Day they could ever have. And that is the love, the acceptance, the grace of a perfect Father in heaven. Father, I ask for the spirit of forgiveness to come over every man here, that he may release what his Father was never able to give him that we may not even give credit to the good fathers because we're all lacking in this love, Lord God. Oh, reign, Holy Spirit, right now as the peace of God come over you, men. Reign, Holy Spirit, Spirit of sonship. Raise your hands to heaven, men, and feel the hug of the Father. Go ahead. Raise your hands to heaven. And feel the Holy Spirit. He's got massive arms wrapped around you. You feel it? Spirit of God is here, man. Ladies, I ask you to rise. I don't want to pray for you. And I know there's as much hurt in you for lack as there is for these men up here. And I want to pray for you. Lift up your hands, please. Father, I ask that that same precious spirit, Lord God, that you touch the cheek and dry the tears on each and every woman here for lack that they have received and not having their Father say to them, you're precious, you're beautiful, you're special, you're captivating. I thank you for that, Lord God. Men, you have what it takes. Don't listen to what you've been told. You have what it takes to be a man of God. Now walk in it. 
ask the Father, believe boldly and confess mightily that all power comes from Him and you'll be free. You'll be free to walk in. What we like to do now, gentlemen, is we'd like to pray for you individually with the pastors, with the pastors and, and men here and leaders. And, and maybe we could give them a father's hug. As, and please take a book. After we pray for you, please take a book. And as you exit, we want you to go out. Sorry, do Okay. We stay in the spirit. We're in this together, guys. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bless you, Father. Christ alone, weak made strong in the Savior's love. Through the storm, He is Lord. hope is built on nothing less. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest grain, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. Christ alone, Christ alone, cornerstone, weak made strong in the Savior's love. Through the song, He is Lord, Lord of darkness seems to hide his face when darkness seems to hide his face I rest on his unchanging grace I rest on his unchanging grace in every high and stormy gale in every high and stormy gale my anchor holds within my anchor holds within the veil. My anchor holds within the veil. Christ alone. Christ alone. Cornerstone. Weak made strong. The Savior's love. Through the storm, He is Lord, Lord of all. Come on, sing it again. Christ alone. Christ alone. God is We may strong in the Savior's love. Through the storm, He is Lord, Lord.